0: Well, good after, afternoon again, Bob. Um, so this is Bob Hunter from Alpha Guardian. Good and to see you
1: again, John. Thanks very much.
0: Part three of our uh, interesting discussion regarding uh, um, cybersecurity. And uh, in this podcast, we're going to discuss um, cybersecurity as it relates to healthcare. And um, myself at Context CA, this is where we uh, operate a lot in the healthcare environment. And I think... Um, there's a lot of uh, <clears throat> cybersecurity is a very important thing for any facility, but might particularly healthcare. And uh, I think what we're going to touch on in this short discussion is HIPAA um, and also the SB three twenty seven, which is going to be uh, enforced in January two thousand and twenty. Right. So what are we going to do, Bob? How are we going to keep our places safe and secure?
1: That's a great question. So um, so let's talk about, we, we left off last time we talked about SB 327. Uh, we said it requires uh, any connected device sold into the state of California to have both security and authentication. So interestingly enough, SB 327 specifically excludes anything that's covered by HIPAA. But there's a caveat. Okay. As long as that entity is complying with the similar pieces of the HIPAA statute. then most people don't know that in the HIPAA statutes, there are sections that call out security for backup power systems and environmental systems and whatever. But in fact, there are. Okay.
0: And I just pause there because I I actually have been aware of HIPAA for a long time. But Bob's actually showed me the sections that explicitly call out emergency power. So I'd encourage any of those electrical engineers and facility owners to, um, you know, if you go to Bob's, Bob's website and um, we'll have those sections. And I'll also host them on my website, which is www.contech-ca.com. Um, so and I actually have a, a, a another issue, maybe just to build on this. Sure. So. HIPAA, you know, we think of the eye occupancy you know, essential facility hospitals, but right. um, one of the things that you know thinking about is you know a lot of healthcare is being delivered in medical office buildings. Yes. So you know this using a, a lighting control system that right. so there could be a f- one floor of a office building could be just used for non HIPAA compliant uh, office operations, yeah. yet the upper floor could be for a hospital operation. Exactly. So does that lighting control that control the whole building need to be SB-327 compliant or HIPAA?
1: That's a great question, (laughs) and the answer is it has to be both. Okay. Because uh, for part of that building, it will come under SB-327 for the uh, non-medical part. For the medical part, it will come under HIPAA. At the end of the day, it's still gonna have to do the same thing, which is require security and authentication. That is the the solution to the problem, whether you're talking about HIPAA compliance or 327 compliance. Okay. They go like a glove in All hand right. when they do that.
0: Okay. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Sorry, it I just just occurred to me as we sort of uh, pull the thread on this um, evolving issue. Uh, so, in terms of you know, making raising awareness of. Uh, this, these HIPAA cybersecurity and SB327. So I understand you're going to be presenting to the Hospital Building Safety Board on May 2nd?
1: I will. Um, so I'm really pleased to have been invited uh, to be able to do that. It's an honor for me to be able to, to do that. And uh, I, I think it's a great opportunity to to be able to speak to the people who are part of the, uh, the Oshpod group and to be able to talk to them about the specific sections and how of HIPAA and how you apply those in the real world. That's really what we're going to talk about. Great.
0: Well, I'm, I'm delighted you're doing that. And uh, certainly those are publicly uh, public events. Uh, you can attend those in uh, via video in um, LA or in person in Sacramento. So again, I guess we'll have the details on our website, but you can also find the meeting details. And then any uh, notes will be publicly made available on the hospital hospital building safety board website. And um, so, Bob, let um, you know as we start talking, these things evolve to me. But so one of the things in terms of specifics, so I'm sure people can go to your website and review the information. But I'm a facility director and engineer, and I, I go to my um, my. Um, IT department or IT person, I say, hey, well, I think we have a cybersecurity issue here, and they'll probably say, no, we don't. Or, right. how, do, how, do I, how do I get to a secure system? What kind of questions should I
1: ask? So, in most, uh, it, it depends on the facility. In some facilities, you, you have a complete disconnect between the facility side and the IT side, so that the IT owns their network and facility owns their network, and never the twain shall meet. And that's not uncommon. Um, In a hospital, most likely those networks are joined and run by IT. Um, So it is really important to understand um, what authentication is. Um, When you don't have authentication, what can happen? Talking about the state of California here, one of the things that they say, uh, the uh, California Energy Commission talks about Modbus' weaknesses and said that somebody could act as a man in the middle in Modbus and effectively destroy the the demand-response system okay. to a customer, to a an area of the grid, and in a worst-case scenario, grid-wise. Right. So we're not talking about trivial stuff here. We're talking about if somebody gets control of these things, they can do that. So people need to be able to address these intelligently, and the way to do that is to... Go to your website, my website, or just really search and talk about Modbus security, talk about Backnet security, SNMP security. They can find a lot of well-done reports on that okay. showing that these things are, in fact, not secure right. and how you can add security to them. Okay. Well, great. Well, well, thank you, Bob. And, I, you know, I, again,
0: I encourage people to go to – you know, certainly I'll host it on my website, but also to um, Bob's website. He's got a great uh, – it's a great resource, um, but yeah, I think educate yourself because I think myself as an electrical engineer, these are you know terms that we're using, you know gateways and, and secure and SB three twenty seven. These are terms that, or that's legislation that I'm not familiar with. Right. And um, yeah, certainly, I think you need we need to have a level of education to be able to ask those. Questions and speaking as a consultant, um, we can be experts in every area, but we need to know where to where to look. Exactly. Well, good. So that's a, another great uh, quick, quick summary of uh, some of the challenges and specific to healthcare, care. And, and delighted you've made me aware and hopefully those that are listening, the relationship between HIPAA and SB327. And um, again, my name is John Griffiths. and we're contact CA and uh, my website's is cacom and then, Bob, where well, where would they find your information? They can
1: find our information at uh, alphaguardian.net. alphaguardian.net. Fantastic.
0: And uh, if you do listen to this, feel free to uh, let us know if there are other things you want to hear about as related to this subject, because certainly um, something is of major interest to me, and I think the more we have connected devices in the building, we have benefits that also bring challenges. So, Bob, thank you so much. John, thank you.